message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Father Almighty, once again, we just want to bow before you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, we just want to say thank you. We don't know what else to say other than to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I say praise the Lord. There is a city that has no sun. That's where I'm going. I don't know how many of you will be going there with me. There is a city without a sun. Now when we say there is a, when we talk about a city without a sun, maybe I need to explain briefly. In a city where there is no sun, it follows that there will be no sunset there. And if there's no sunset there, it means there's no night there. And as we have discovered during this convention, sorrow, pain, everything evil belongs to the night. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. Weeping belongs to the night. Joy belongs to the day. In the city where there be no sunset, therefore, there be no sorrow there. There be no tears there. There be no pain there. There be no death there. According to Revelations 21 verse 4. Revelations 21 verse 4. The Bible says God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. I am going to a city where there is no weeping. Where there is no sorrow. No pain. No death. How many of you will go with me? Let me hear you say amen. 
Because in this city there is no sunset. No ache, no pain, no sorrow. It follows that in that city there is fullness of joy. Because God lives in that city. And Psalm 16, verse 11. Psalm 16, verse 11. The Bible tells us that in the presence of God there is the fullness of joy. I am going to a city where there will be fullness of joy. I'm going to a city where the only thing around you will be goodness and mercy. David said in Psalm 23 verse 6, He said, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Why? Because I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So a city without a sun can mean a city without sunset. No night. No sorrow. No pain. No sickness. No death. No barrenness. No never failure. And that is where I'm going. However, on the other hand, a city without a sun could also mean a city in total darkness. Because if the city has no sun, it could be that it has no light at all. And if it is a city of one continuous night, and sorrow, pain, death belongs to night, then it follows that those who will live in that particular city will be in sorrow forever. I am not going to that kind of city. Because Revelation chapter 20, verse 10, Revelation 20, verse 10, 20 verse 10 tells us that there is a city where there is absolute darkness and pain and sorrow are there forever. The fact that these two different cities exist is even confirmed by the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the truth. 
Because the first one, that one where there is no sunset, where there is no sorrow. Because it's my father's house. He said in John 14, verse 1 to 3, he said in my father's house, there are many mansions there. And then he turns to me and said, I am going to prepare a place for you. And when I finish preparing the place for you, then I come and take you to myself. So that where I am, there you will be also. And then he calls the other city where there is absolute darkness. He calls it Satan's house. In Matthew 25, verse 41. 25. Verse 41. He calls it the habitation of Satan and his angels. So there are two cities without a son. The first one, God is the son there. That's why they don't need a son. And there's no night there. The second one has no son. It's a place of total darkness. And Satan is the king there. Now Jesus tells us that the two cities will be inhabited. In Matthew 25, verse 31 to 34, Matthew 25, 31 to 34, and verse 41, it tells us that on the last day, the whole world will be gathered together and separated into two. There will be a group called the sheep. They will be on the right hand side. The other group will be called the goats. The disobedient ones. The sinners. Those who refuse to repent. Those who refuse to give their life to Jesus. They will be kept on the left hand side. After the total separation, then God will say to those on the right, go to that city where there's no night. And then he will say to those on the left, go to the city where there is always total darkness. Now, which one are you going to? Do you know that the choice is yours? You can decide right now where you are going to end. I know where I'm going. I am going to the city where there's no night. 
Jesus Christ said in John chapter 3 verse 3 John 3 verse 3 he said you must be born again before you can even see the kingdom of God there's no argument about that one but then he went on further to say in his word that for you to see God you must be holy no compromise so the question then are the questions are what, what and what will you be willing to sacrifice to make sure that you end up in that city where there's never night? Will you allow five minutes of sexual pleasure in adultery to rob you of that city where there is no night? because there's no adulterer there not one you will not find one there or will you allow the little advantage of telling a lie to rob you of that city? Because there will be no liars there. Or will you allow something as simple as paying your tithe rob you of that city? because when you don't pay your tithes the bible says you are a robber and there will be no robbers will you allow anything in this world anything at all to rob you of that city where there's no life. Or will you be able to say, like Paul said, nothing is going to separate me from the love of God? Furthermore, after you have settled your own, that you are going there what will you do to make sure that every member of your family will also end up there because don't let me deceive you brother don't let anyone deceive you sister if your husband is not born again, he is not going to heaven. If your wife is not born again, she won't go. If your father is not born again, he won't go. 
If your mother is not born again, she won't go. If your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle, your children, if any of them should not give their life to Jesus before they die, they will not go there. What will you be willing to do to make sure that every member of your family, everyone precious to you, will make it? As soon as I got born again, and I realized how close to hell I had been, and, and I saw now all the joy of heaven waiting for me, the first group of people that I went straight for are my relatives. I am not saying I've won all of them yet. <laughs> but by the grace of God, we have gone far. We've gone very far. Um, there might still be one or two people that we are praying for. And we are not going to let them go to hell. Whatever is going to cost. The, by the special grace of God. There will not be one single Adeboye in hell. Not one. Not one. Not one, not one. I am not going to begin to work for the salvation of the souls of every other person and then let a member of my family go to hell. God forbid. What, what will you do to get every member of your family into heaven? As soon as I saw that I was making some progress with my family, the next thing I did was go straight and focus on my village. I saw a cocoa house abandoned very old I rented it I paid the rent for 17 years so that the owner will not come and chase us out tomorrow and then I said now the church will start here Today things are different. We are no longer in the cocoa house. What are you doing that the people in your village, in your town, will know Jesus? There is no glory in saying I am the only Christian in my family. No glory. You know the saying of the elders. One rich man among so many poor people. 
is the chief of poor people. Let's go out, brethren. Some of these people will come gently. Some of them you will have to force them. Those of them you have authority over. Tell them whether you like it or not. You are coming to Jesus. Remember when I started the first fellowship at the University of Lagos? I started with those I had authority over. My secretary. My typist. My cleaner. My messenger. I said, whether you like it or not. 15 minutes a day. We will sit down in my office. We will study the Bible. And we will pray. How they could say was yes, sir. <laughs> because they knew what I could do if they said no, sir. Today, almost all these people that I mentioned are pastors. Whatever you have to do, by gentle means or by violent means, when you drag them to heaven, when they get there, they will forever bless God for your life. You remember the story of a woman? She had three daughters. Very wayward daughters. She was a Christian. She pleaded and pleaded and pleaded. They were just laughing at her. She saw that time was going. So she decided to do something drastic. She got a big uh, bowl. Filled it with water. Then she gathered all her clothes. And called the three daughters. She was stuck naked. She took all her clothes and dumped in that water. And told the daughters, I won't get out of this house until you all become born again. You can see my clothes now. Then she laid flat on, on her face in her room and began to pray. The daughters laughed. Mama, you, didn't, you don't need to put your clothes in water. You don't know fashion anyway. <laughs> you don't go to parties. Hey, wear your clothes. We, we are going to enjoy, man. She stayed there. First day, second day, third day, no food, nothing. 
by the third day, the youngest daughter said, Mama, Mama, is the matter this serious? Oh, my dear, it's more serious than that. In that case, I, I think I will surrender my life. So she gave her life to Jesus. She too removed her clothes and lay down on the floor with the mother. And then the two of them began to pray for the remaining two. Fifth day, the middle one couldn't bear it any longer. Mama, Mama, is it as serious as this? Mama, sorry, my daughter. It's much more serious. In that case, I surrender. So second one gave her life to Jesus. Removed her clothes. And joined Mama on the floor. The first one said, If you like, kill yourself. As for me, I have chosen my own Lord. Nobody answered her. They kept on praying. By the seventh day, the Holy Spirit grabbed her. She came and said, I know I'm the last to surrender. But I will lead all of you to heaven. She too removed her clothes. And then all of them began to rejoice. What will you do? To get every member of your family. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.